Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Savvy Female Entrepreneurs Podcast. I'm your host, Amanda Smith, life and success coach for female entrepreneurs. And today we're talking about the definitive do's and don'ts of DM sales. So for the past few weeks, I've been making a lot of videos about selling in the DMs. Now, I've decided to make a podcast instead. So I am leaving those videos up on YouTube as well. You can go ahead and go check those out. We've been talking about how to get people in the DMs and how to do this properly without the ick factor. So if you're interested in seeing those other ones, I'm leaving them up on YouTube. So I'll add the links in the description below so you can go check those out as well. But today I'm going to be giving you some do's and don'ts for DM sales. So at least if you want to sell in a non-icky, non-offensive way that actually gets you results, that actually gets you sales. So let's go ahead and dive into this. So let's go ahead and start with the positive first, the do's. So I'm going to give you four of these things that you should absolutely do in the DMs in order to get sales in a non-icky way. So number one is do get permission. Uh, It's very important that what we want to do is we want to actually get permission to talk to people. So in the old days, it was okay, considered okay for a while for people to go door to door and knock on people's doors. And eventually over time, people started to find this very uh, offensive and irritating. It's kind of like your, your personal space. People are coming to your personal space and kind of invading your personal space. And people used to uh, do cold calling as well, where they would, uh, in fact, a lot of people still do this actually you've probably gotten a lot of cold calls and cold messages, but usually the close rate on these is very low. They're very low because it's very offensive and it takes you a lot of time to do these things. Go to people's doors, go to uh, do cold calling, anything that involves cold messaging and things like that where you're not getting permission. People are tired of this interruption style marketing. People actually find this very offensive because it's like they're invading your personal space, your your personal privacy. So it's the same thing with your inbox nowadays as well. People sort of see this as a place where they want to have a conversation with somebody that they actually want to have a conversation with. Somebody who, you know, is they see themselves as having, having a relationship with, that they're friends with. So we want to actually get permission. Now, if you're interested in some ways to do this, I would check out some of my other videos. I talked a lot about this in my other videos about DMs um, on YouTube. And so I've given you some different ways that you can actually slide into the DMs with people and get their permission. So go ahead and check those out. I'm not going to get too into that today, but I want you to uh, check those out because we want to get that permission to talk to people um, in a way that that is not offensive to them, that gets their permission, that gets that yes, because it also allows you to prime them as well. Getting that yes answer is sort of like a priming technique as well. The more yeses that we get from people, the easier it is to sell to them. And we're all about relationships nowadays. You know, social media um, is about being social. It's about relationships. So if you are sending people direct messages and you're doing it in a way that is selling and is pushy to them and it's not in a relationship style, that's going to be considered offensive to people and it's actually going to push them away. So definitely do get their permission. So number two is to give. So do give and don't 
ask. So this is another thing we want to be focused on as well. We want to be givers and not takers. Now, ultimately in business, of course, we want to have that exchange where we give them value and we actually get money in exchange. But again, this is about building a relationship to begin with. We do that by giving. You'll notice a lot of people actually give people uh, things for free. They'll give them something for maybe even a low price, like a dollar or something like that. But generally, um, when they're trying to build that relationship, we usually like to give a lot of free things away because eventually there's going to be a certain number of people who will actually buy from us. But it's going to be the people who, who actually have built a relationship that we've built a relationship with who actually end up buying eventually. So we have to spend a little bit of time giving them something for free. Now, you can do this after, again, you've gotten that permission to talk to them in the direct messages. We want to be giving to them. So giving them information, giving them advice. Of course, we don't want to give away all of our secrets because we do want to have something to sell to them. Um, I recommend one thing that I really do all the time is instead of having a long drawn out conversation in the DMs, what I will do is I will give them stuff. So like I will give them, for example, I have a five day challenge that I do or that I, I should say I pre-recorded, which is how to get a client in five days on Facebook with a simple post. And so I use this, it's called a lead magnet. And so I give them something um, versus asking them for something, asking them for a sale, asking them uh, to sign up for something with me. I'm giving them something for free, which is my lead magnet. So this is a five-day course that I actually just give away for free and it's just five videos and it actually just helps me to build that relationship with them in a way that is more efficient and more effective versus spending so much of my time having a long conversation with somebody in the direct messages i can automate this so it's already pre-recorded it's already done you can do the same thing it doesn't have to be videos it can be um there are things you can do excuse me like cheat sheet cheat sheets you can create you can create you know, like a, an audio to send somebody, like an audio training. You can create a masterclass. You can create a webinar. There's so many different things that you can give to them uh, that you don't have to keep recreating over and over again. A conversation in the direct messages, um, it could be very time-consuming if you are don't have something that is already pre-created. Now you can if you like having these conversations. Um, I personally don't find that very efficient. You know, if I want to actually get a lot more people to sign up for something, I want it to be efficient and I want to use my time efficiently because one of the reasons I became an entrepreneur was for freedom. So to have, so to have freedom over my life, over my schedule, over my time. And so I like to do things in a way that are very efficient. So but definitely focus on giving versus taking. So when you slide into people's direct messages, we're not gonna go right into a sale and say, you know, now I have this person in here, you're trapped in here with the, in the DMs and now I'm gonna start selling things to you. Uh, sign up for my program, join my Facebook group, join this, join that, uh, give me your money. We want to be giving to them. This again is the relationship building process, which leads me to number three, which is to build rapport and find common ground. So I have another video about this as well, where I talked about how to build rapport. So again, I'm going to put some of these in the description so that you can actually go check some of these out. But 
building rapport is actually going to be very important in the relationship building process. And one of the main things that you can do um, is, that's very effective is to find common ground with people. So contrary to what a lot of people have always said about opposites attracting, in real life, all of the research from psychology, um, social sciences and whatnot, it actually shows that like actually attracts like. So people who are like each other tend to hang out with each other. People buy from people who are like them that they can relate to. So what we want to do is find common ground. Now, if you're on social media and you're doing this strategy on social media, that can be pretty easy to do. You can go check out their profile. You can find something like uh, maybe you were born in the same location. Maybe they have a certain celebrity that they like that they're always follow that you also follow. Um, there's a lot of different things that you can look at. Maybe you're both a coach, for example. Maybe you're both um, just entrepreneurs, for example. That's one of the things that I tend to lead with is, you know, I'm also an entrepreneur. Tell me about your business. Um, so I can go into it with that. But even more personal than that, like what they do for a living, get into something that's a little bit more personal. Like maybe um, they've mentioned something about where they grew up. Maybe they grew up in Virginia and you were also from Virginia. You can find that common ground and say, oh, hey, I also grew up in Virginia or I went to college there. Um, so you're finding that piece, that little tiny thing that makes that connection with people. So that's going to be very powerful you powerful for you to find that common ground. It's a great rapport building skill. And again, we're building that relationship. So number four is to be authentic in your conversation. People nowadays are pretty savvy. They can tell if you are being phony, if you're being fake, um, if you're just trying to have a conversation with them to try and sell to them. Um, people will see through this. And if, you know, a lot of times, for example, I get a lot of messages um, in my direct message, especially on Facebook for whatever reason, that are, um, you know, they'll have like a fake conversation with you, but they ultimately are eventually leading up to a sale. And you can kind of tell that they're doing this because they're asking you all these questions and it has to do with one particular thing. They're trying to dig into your pain points or whatever. And then you know eventually it's going to lead to a sale. So we don't want to be inauthentic with people. They're going to be able to see right through this. So we want to have real conversations with people. We want to make connections with them. And when you're done having the conversation, don't just dive into the, the sale right away. Keep building that relationship and just be very authentic in your uh, communication with this pe these people. So the main thing that ties all of these together, the getting the permission, the giving versus taking, the building that rapport and finding common ground, and being authentic in your conversation, again, all comes back to that relationship building. People will buy from you if they know you and they like you and they trust you and they have a need for what it is that you are eventually going to be selling to them. So do build relationship using these strategies. And this is going to help you in your direct messages to build authentic relationships and have authentic conversations that don't get you in trouble, that don't feel icky for you, that don't feel icky for the person who is actually, uh, that you're actually talking to. So this is going to help you have a lot better conversation. That's just going to be very friendly. It's going to be very warm. It's going to be, um, a very nice conversation for you to eventually, um, in the long term, hopefully lead to a sale.
Okay, so now that we've talked about all of the do's, let's get into the don'ts. So that there are things that we definitely don't want to do in the direct messages. So number one is to not send cold messages. I get these a lot. I know you get these a lot. Um, again, it's the same thing as like somebody coming and knocking on your door, calling your phone number, sending you unwanted texts. Um, it's even kind of like commercials on TV where they're interrupting your uh, personal space and whatever it is that you're trying to watch with their messages. So we don't want to be cold messaging people. It's a very, um, like I said, it's very inefficient. The close rate is going to be very low. And mostly you're just going to get a lot of people who are really irritated with you and frustrated with you and probably will never do business with you just for the fact that you were, um, jumping into their messages with a cold sales message. So we definitely don't want to ever cold sell to people. Now, does this mean that we can never send a cold message at all to people? Well, that's a whole other conversation. I'm going to do another uh, another podcast on this actual topic where we get completely into this topic of how you can actually send a cold message. Now, in this conversation right now, what I'm referring to is actually a cold sales message. That doesn't mean that you can't send a cold message in general. What I'm referring to is a cold sales message. So that is what we don't want to send is a cold sales message. So again, I'm going to make another um, entirely different episode of this where we talk about how you can actually cold message people um, in a way that is authentic, that builds relationships, that doesn't offend people. So there are definitely ways to do this. So don't think you can't ever actually just send a message to somebody that you don't know. But what I'm referring to again is that sales message, that cold sales message. We definitely do not want to do that. Okay, so number two on our don'ts list is to not sell. So we don't want to dive into the direct messages selling to people. Now, even if you've gotten permission from somebody or you're cold messaging somebody, we don't want to go instantly into the sale. In fact, I rarely ever actually present my offer in the actual messages. So what I do is I build relationships with people first. I get them onto my email list. I start building that relationship by sending them content, by sending them videos. Uh, they build a relationship with me by, you know, watching my live videos on in my Facebook group. They're connecting with me. We're talking back and forth in that way. I'm building that relationship. And then eventually if they express interest, um, which there's ways of inducing this as well, we can actually get them to contact us about something. Um, but what happens is they will reach out to me or they will see a, um, maybe a sales message of mine on my Facebook group or someplace like that on Instagram. Um, and they will want to, to know a little bit more about how they can work with me. So then I can actually send them a link to my landing page, which actually gives them all the information about my, my programs. So I don't spend a lot of time actually selling to people in the direct messages. Um, you might actually want to have that sales conversation there. Um, I personally don't do that. I like to use a landing page so that they can just go check out the information um, that they want to see. Again, I'm all about being efficient as well. You know, I've already spent that time building that relationship. It's not like I'm not giving them my time because um, I already have. We've already been building that uh, building that 
that conversation and that relationship. I've been making content for them. So I'm just putting effort into that relationship. I don't feel like I need to have a long conversation with somebody after I've built that up. So I have something that's a little bit more efficient, which is my sales landing page that I can send them to. So, but definitely don't sell in the messages if you haven't built a relationship yet. If you want to have a one-on-one sales conversation, definitely wait until you have reached a point in your relationship where you've built that no like, and trust factor with them and they actually want something that, that you have to offer. Now, we need to find that out, obviously, from them, but definitely don't dive in there and jump in just instantly with your sales message. All right, so number three is to not use automated messages. Now, these are very impersonal. Um, I'm not totally opposed to, you know, creating automated emails. For example, I use email marketing. So I have a lot of messages that will go out that are very automated. Um, But when you use these on social media, they tend to be very inauthentic. It's very hard to have a conversation with people that is real and authentic. It goes back again to that building that relationship thing. So we don't want to send things that are automated on there. Again, social media is supposed to be social. It's supposed to be about building that relationship. And that's where you should be building your relationship. Uh, Whether or not you, you send automated email messages, like I send email automated messages, that's a little bit different because it's not on social media. Um, I'm on social media all the time. I'm having conversations with people. I'm interacting with them. I'm responding to their comments. We're having a back and forth. Um, we're building that relationship. Um, it's a, so it's a little bit different you know, than sending an automated message by email. Um, a lot of times in my email, I actually send people to my social media, to my Facebook group. So I'm actually... Um, sending them to a place where I'm building a relationship with them. It's just kind of a way of, you know, reminding them to come back to my Facebook group, to come back to uh, my Instagram, see a post that I created, to see a blog post, check out a video that I've made, check out a podcast that I've made. Um, this is a little different than sending an automated message on social media where you haven't even had a conversation with this person yet. Um, and they, they'll, they'll, there's this software where you can um, have it respond automatically to people when they send you a message. Um, and you haven't even had a conversation with them. You haven't built anything that's authentic yet. You haven't built anything with them. Um, And you just send them an automated message. And it's so impersonal to people. I've gotten those before. I've reached out to people and I've gotten them back. And it it had nothing to do with what I even wrote to them to begin with. And I could tell it was automated. It was so inauthentic. And it's actually a real turnoff to people once they realize that it's an automated message that you didn't even... Um, attempt to build a relationship with them. It's definitely a put off, especially on social media, where we're trying to build those authentic uh, conversation. So definitely don't use automated messages until you've built some kind of relationship with them. You know, again, like my email list, I've built a relationship with them and it's about building a relationship with them because I'm always sending them back to my social media to build that relationship. So be careful how you use automated anything if you use automated messages at all, but I would definitely suggest don't use them, especially in the very beginning where you're actually trying to build that relationship. 
Okay, so number four of our don'ts list, and the one of the ones that I think is one of the most important ones is to not be a stalker on social media. So a lot of people, what they will do uh, is they'll go through somebody's Instagram account and they will um, like all of your stuff. They'll go through and like 10 different photos and they will like all your stories and then they'll uh, finally send you a message in the direct messages. Now, this could come off as very creepy and very stalker-like behavior. And so it's not something we want to do. It's also not authentic. It's not, um, you can tell that the person is just trying to get your attention. And it is a little bit creepy that they go through and they like 10 photos from, you know, three years ago. It's a little bit weird. And so you want to make sure that you are being authentic with people and being real. You're not just going through and liking their stuff and being inauthentic with them. You're actually going through, you know, if you are going to go like a few other things before you go into the direct messages, you want to make sure that you're doing it authentically. You make a comment and it's something that you actually would in real life actually like if you just happened upon it. So don't go through and just like a bunch of random stuff and not show that you're actually building a relationship. Now, I know I keep saying it over and over again, but relationships are everything when you are trying to sell to people. So make sure that you're building a real relationship. You're not being a creepy stalker and going and liking 10 different photos that you wouldn't even care about in real life, but build real authentic relationships with people. All right, so those are the definitive do's and don'ts of selling in the DMs. Follow these simple rules and you'll start shining in the direct messages. I guarantee it. If you're struggling with getting clients in the direct messages, I would recommend joining my Get Clients Online VIP Club. Right now, our monthly theme is all about getting clients in the direct messages. You can join right now for free for an entire week and then it's only $27 a month if you decide to stay a member. We have all kinds of amazing stuff in there, promotional opportunities. You can access all of my past courses and I make a new course bundle every single month. So there's lots of really cool opportunities in there to connect with other people, Zoom networking meeting, meetings, publishing opportunities. So there's so much cool stuff in there. I would love to have you join. I am going to put a link in the description if you're interested in trying it out risk-free for an entire week. Okay, I hope to see you over there and I will catch you next time.